1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Who are Carrie P., Kelly Mann, and Chuck Gaskill? Well, that's easy. They are just three of our favorite patrons at patreon.com TMS. Thanks to them, you get the following episode. Coming up on TMS, Pacino Panini.
3: Pasta DiCaprio.
2: You're a fine grit. Mr. Ibbitt. A bucketete can't be beat. You get no Michelin stars, no Scorsese, and no Lieutenant Yar.
3: My bully takes Apple Pay. Juggernaut bitch. Ice cream sprinklers. Hard hump to jump, yo. Marmaduke looking morons. 12 year old
2: Scott is unavailable.
3: Fisherman's Wharf is not a merry man.
2: I used to sing with a woman who owned a Ponderosa and retired. Lay into it like a boxer. Sue, Sue, Studio Science with Bobby and more on this episode of the morning stream
4: <laughs> okay atari let's see your best pitch
0: <laughs> the atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1300 game variations you play on your own tv set
4: you can't keep me in here atari <laughs>
0: Mom and Marmaduke-looking
4: moron!
2: Shining. The Morning Stream!
5: That's the bravest thing I've
2: ever seen a vegetable do! Good morning everybody, welcome to TMS. It is January 15th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson, that's Brian Ebbett. Hello! Can you believe? Once again, it's the fifteenth of a month, the middle that's of right. a new month. I don't like how time goes.
3: This, this one, uh, this one has kind of flown by. Like you know, usually I joke, oh, it's the Ides of whatever month it is. I can't believe it is already the Ides of January.
2: Doesn't make any sense to me. Time is no. not what I thought it was, and no. uh, I'm not happy about it. It seems like the more busy things are, the faster it goes, and that's probably mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'd, I'd like things to slow down just a little bit this year already. Just a little, just to just slow yeah. your roll 2024, just a tiny tiny bit.
3: <laughs> just a smidge, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got a lot
2: going on that I don't like, and a lot going on that I do like. And a bunch <laughs> bunch of stuff in the middle. I'd like to shift it all to things I like and yeah. then less of what I don't like. Thank you so much. Uh, it's, yeah, it's lovely to see you all. We had a really fun pre-show thing about Michelin stars, and I think people uh, will be surprised by it. So, just a little note here that if you're yeah. not already in our Patreon, get in there because you get this pre-show stuff, and you get way more content that way. And I just want and, more. People and Scorsese, to hear it.
3: Michelin stars, and Scorsese both. Uh, That's right. Uh, both coming up a lot in uh, in the pre-show today.
2: Also, I would eat at a restaurant called Scorsese's. Oh
3: yeah! Ooh, right. You know the
2: steak would be good, right? Yeah, it would. Like, what are the yeah, themed just, items you'd have? Like, uh, Pesci pesto. That's right. Uh, just
3: ask not to be seated over by um, the Ray Liotta table. Yeah, don't go there. Oh my gosh, don't go there. Yeah, uh, he's not at it anymore. Oh, but, <laughs> but uh,
2: <laughs> you'd have uh, what? What's a De Niro plate that that rhymes or something? Uh, oh, the. Yeah, the
3: uh, 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 let's see the. <sighs>
2: You could just call it the pa- Pasta De Niro or something like that. Pasta
3: De Niro is pretty good, yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. Uh,
2: be expensive. It would yeah. be. It would be. It would be in every all the menus that have at least one. Pasta de Nero in it. All, all, every right, every right, item exactly. because he's yes. in everything. You'd have to do it the way he he casts. Every,
3: exactly comes with. Oh, can I can I substitute something for the side of pasta de Nero? Nope. Uh, automatically comes with pasta de Nero. Yeah,
2: and then once in a while, all you can get is pasta DiCaprio, but it's less less overall.
3: <laughs> uh, and they only serve it to uh, women under twenty three.
2: I like Pacino Panini. Nice one, Max.
3: <laughs> Pacino Panini. The De Niro Euro is good. The De Niro Euro is pretty good, yeah.
2: Oh, shit. We got to make this happen. Somebody get him on the phone. He seems like he's a chill dude with all his TikToks and whatnot. Seems like he might have some fun there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, Brian, it's a new show. It's a new day. And we got some things to talk about, including... Yeah. Um, a, a thing we got from a listener about this cocaine thing about the kid tasting the cocaine when he found yeah, a so kid of it.
3: found a jar of cocaine on a playground and decided to taste it and like, uh, like a little psycho. Which, much discussion came about of. Why would you find something in a jar on the playground, D, is the, first, is the first thought to taste it. That's
2: right. So somebody texted us. They didn't give a name uh, to 801 and said the following. I know several people that when they were eight years old, if they found a jar of powder in the playground, they would have bullied some poor kid into tasting it. Love the show, though. Yeah, we all yeah. knew kids
3: like that, didn't we? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I probably would have been that kid. Or paid. On, uh... Some of them
2: would take the money, right? Like the kid, I always tell, I told the story on the show before about the kid that sucked the pregnant dog's uh, breast.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, it was for what, five bucks or something? It was
2: a dollar. It was a, a dollar, whole, that's right. It was a freaking oh, dollar,
3: dude. That guy, even back Ugh. in like
2: 1980 money, that was too little. He, he accepted a yeah. far too small yeah. fee for...
3: <laughs> what is that? Well, that be inflation? It really is still just a buck. It's about uh, a dollar. still about a dollar. <laughs> Yeah, he'd do that for a dollar. We'd say. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: yeah, we all knew we all knew kids like that. Uh, I'm afraid mm-hmm. I don't know if they know kids like that anymore. Like today, uh, if you're a group of eight year olds, have we progressed mm-hmm. to the point that nobody's going to make poor Billy, you know, taste the cocaine?
3: I, I hate to say it. I, I we need to hear from some eight year olds. You know, all the eight year olds who listen to the show, please write in. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I. You hear, you still hear about kids getting bullied and and the horrible way kids you know treat each other sometimes in uh, in schools. I'm I worry, I worry to say no. We probably still don't have uh, bullying uh, uh, dealt with in lockdown. Even though Melania told us to be best. Oh, that's right. Um, Did everyone do that when she told us? Did we all? No, you know, I think no? it's a problem that people didn't be best. Oh, that's and, a shame. Uh, that's a shame when a national figure says
2: things like, "Don't do drugs," or yes, uh, right what was the other uh, thing so give me another one um so
3: just say no uh was uh, was uh, your your nancy R- reagan deal. yeah well that's right just say no and then ra- uh, rappers and their their uh their albums
2: with their warnings that worked for sure oh
3: sure for tipper yeah, yeah
2: uh-huh. that worked for tipper gore nobody uh-huh. like today it's not even it's it's not like it's a badge of honor to have the explicit warning on your album It's not like Mm. when you see that, you immediately know that you're going to get some cool gangster rap. It's not like that didn't (laughs) backfire completely.
3: Right, no, exactly, yeah. My
2: gosh, that thing. Um, All right, also follow up on the Ponderosa thing, speaking of cocaine and bottles. (laughs) Uh, Separate (laughs) story. This is from another anonymous person. By the way, if you guys want your text to be read on the show with your name, if you want me to say your name, you need to include them in the text, because I don't, your numbers just...
3: Otherwise, it just comes from uh, the same place that those messages we're getting now that say... Um, hi Melissa, are we still meeting for breakfast tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. With no good number playing? no way.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to answer those those things. I got one yeah. yesterday saying, "Your, uh, hey, it's Bill or Fred or some name."
3: Yeah, yeah, your
2: your PayPal account has been leaked. I'm seeing it all over the internet. Uh, send me your password quick and I can fix this. I'm like, how no stupid way, really? how no stupid way, yeah. are pe- how stupid are scammers? And that must work for some Jeez. percentage of people. Yeah. Or else they yeah. wouldn't do it. It's like a low cost entry or a low cost way of scamming people that eventually someone's gonna cave
3: and go, oh my I mean, goodness. If you, send it to a thousand, if you send it to a thousand people and one of them uh likes it, then you know, it probably ends up being worth it for them.
2: Yeah, because it costs exactly. them like virtually nothing to, to send it out. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this Ugh. is on the Ponderosa steakhouse thing. It says, hello, steak okay. and beer. My first job was, was, was as a cashier at a Ponderosa. Uh, one would come in and can just get the buffet or order off the menu. So that mm-hmm. confirms that. They had menu mm-hmm. items as well as just let's just get the buffet. If they ordered off the menu, a side, usually a baked potato and a salad were included. They would pay extra to eat off the rest of the buffet. I used to sing with a woman that just sold a ponderosa and retired. Keep up the work and love the show. That last bit's great because it means nothing other than weird. She right. sold a ponderosa. I used to
3: sing with a woman that just sold a ponderosa and retired. I guess I guess uh, good money in selling your ponderosa is what she's trying to say there. Oh, uh, I love that though. I don't know why that's weird. There's no uh, context. Yeah. I, sing,
2: I I used to sing with a woman who just sold a ponderosa <laughs> and retired. Ah, that's an amazing line. Amazing that is, sentence. That's great. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that makes. But sense. yeah. So
3: yeah. It basically tells you that you weren't forced to do the buffet, so you could do a menu if you wanted, yeah. and uh, uh, but then you could also order off the menu and then just pay a little bit more and then go do the buffet along with your meal. Interesting. Yeah, right. that is
2: interesting. Thank you for that follow up. I just had one more thought about about the uh, cocaine bottle yeah do you think it's possible <laughs> that today if, a, if an eight-year-old found it today
3: maybe we're not quite there yet yeah. but
2: today the kid could venmo the other kid to to taste oh
3: it. yeah yeah there you go exactly yeah or the dog boot right, back been, in the cause, day because the kids kids these days probably don't carry cash Mm-mm. they don't have a dollar <laughs> in their to, pocket they no don't. i used to have i used to have you know, guaranteed cash in my wallet in case I needed to go to a payphone to call my mom because, you know, some emergency. That's it. And with no payphones, hardly any payphones anymore. Actually, I I have, there's a payphone a block away I could walk to, crazily enough. Does
2: it work? Like it's a functioning... Yeah, well, it looks like
3: it works, yeah. That's so cool now. That's like retro now. Wow. It is totally retro. But uh, other than that, no. Uh, why, Why would a kid carry cash? So yeah, he would have to zell or venmo i'll venmo you a dollar to suck that pregnant (laughs) dog's teeth i'll do it but i only have the cash app okay (laughs) what about apple pay do you accept apple pay apple pay no i have an android phone okay well let's do it (laughs) how about just paypal direct we don't have to pay fees that way okay messenger doesn't messenger let you do it i'll suck the dog's boob now (laughs) that's weird that is weird. Yeah. Weird
2: kids today, because they all do. I know, well, I have nephews and nieces yeah. who carry phones who pay for things using mostly Venmo. They'll go, um, mm-hmm. some stores just accept that straight up. So they'll just go yeah. and do Venmo purchases for their candy and their soda pop. Right. Or yes. whatever it is they're into now. I don't know. Their, their cocaine <laughs> and their, uh, their bottle of cocaine. Anyway, uh, so there's that. Love it. Guys, look, it's uh, Monday. It's half-asses time. and uh, That's right. Why not We have a
3: job to do here?
2: Yeah, why not uh lay into it like, you know, a boxer or uh who else lays into things? Uh you mean
3: lean into it.
2: Oh, lean works as well. Lay into it's yeah. more like um
3: Lay into it. Uh, oh,
2: you're really laid into that. Isn't that, is that if somebody punches you, they're laying into you, right? Or do I, I have that wrong? Oh.
3: Lay into attack someone violently with words or blows. Three use laid into them. So like you would lay into somebody by beating the crap out of them. Okay. So that is, it's more of a physical, uh, yeah, uh violent. Right. Lean thing. into it is like, uh, uh, how you get more effectiveness out of what you're doing. Right? right. Like, uh, right. Like, oh man, he really, you know, lean into that, uh, that the sanding job. So you, so it gets smoother. I don't so know.
2: that guy really leaned into the Ponderosa, uh, that's right. Yes, yeah. versus the, laying into it, which means singing. he fought it. Yeah,
3: right. Okay. By the way, oh, so when Brian's on, I can show you guys this because we talked about it on FilmSack.
2: Oh, what do we? Uh, what do we got here? Oh, here, let me play this I thing. Have, oh, show it shows yeah. to me here. Let me see you. Oh, this is without all the stuff
3: now. Look at that. Yeah, I um, I printed. So this is the Spider-Man 2099 mask, and if you look. Like, you can see these little hexagons so clearly how sharp this thing looks. Obviously, I still have the lenses to do, then the frames. And those lenses,
2: those are posts for the lenses to fit in and lock in, right? Yeah, exactly.
3: And the lenses are, the way they're printed, you can see through them. They're they're solid looking, but they're see-through. But yeah, you can see, you know, I did have to print a new top, but I just have to do a little bit of touch-up paint and... I don't want to sand because it's all the the hexagons. I'll do a little bit of sanding with like a really fine grit Mm. just to smooth it out. But um, fix the hole in my Spider-Man Look at
2: that. Look, you salvaged it. You salvaged it. That's right. That's fantastic. Nice work. Let's do this. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Check that out. That music means only one thing and one thing
0: only. Brian Dunaway's here. Hi, Brian. How are you? Oh hi, Scott and Brian. Oh hi, man. Hello. How hey. are you guys doing on this Monday? Oh, by the way, yeah. you're a fine grit. You're, Brian fine grit.
3: Uh, Brian you're a fine grit. You're a fine grit.
2: I was gonna say kiss my fine grits, but it was an older reference that oh. none of the kids will get. Anyway, hey, uh, Brian Dunaway, you're Who home. Who cares
0: what the kids get?
2: That's right. You're home for the bank holiday, yeah. So you're having a good time. You're chilling. Like I bellend.
0: am. Yes, I am. I am at home. Uh, I am. I am having a good time and enjoying my robo calls. Let's see here. You can kiss <laughs> I my, my in the butt. Background, yeah, yeah, who yeah you, you can kiss my butt. Who is it? Tell us who it is. Just uh, some number? random robocall. It's just, I just get. I hate robocall. Does, oh, does anybody like robocalls? Nobody anybody likes like robocalls. really No people like, doing it. I'm them, lonely. I wish the robocallers would call me. Mm. Yeah, no, don't we, trust them. Now that is a perfect use of an AI, an yeah. AI answering robocall bot, and they could let them fight it out.
3: Just, just right, exactly. Just uh, yeah. like you pick up your phone and and uh, almost put it on a a thing like a modem, like we had in the. Uh, yeah. 80s yeah, where yeah, uh, yeah. the head, the earpiece went in a certain spot, so you just basically have like a little device you set your phone on.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't go, know go like to town lot. AI. I'm trying to think of I've ever picked one up. I don't think I have.
0: I've never gotten mm. I've never gotten one of those calls and, and then answered it. They say they say not to oh. pick them up because it does some kind of. I'm like, but okay. Yeah, it confirms. Nope. But uh, I mean, er, doesn't every number have somebody attached to it? You would think. I don't know. Not I all don't of them. Know. There's a lot of loose numbers out there. But, but I, you know, but I, I do want to. ooh, loose numbers. I do want to <laughs> like pick it up and go.
4: Leave it out. Leave it alone.
0: Yeah. You don't want. Oh, talk it to doesn't anybody. have a friend. That's right.
2: And Brian doesn't have a friend. Hey, look at this. Real quick. I wanted to see. I meant to do this the other day, and so I'm glad you brought this up. I want to call my childhood uh, teenage number that I grew up on and see if anyone answers. Okay. All right? Okay. So just see, because this might be one of those cases where it's a deadline. So let's sorry, just try it. Sorry, old lady. What are you going to say if they sleep.
3: answer? Oh, I just want to see if my old phone number still there.
2: Oh,
0: if they answer, I'm hanging up. So, Is okay. Scott Johnson all right. there? All right. Here we go. We're gonna put it on speaker. I'd ask for Scott Johnson just to get some kind of weird frequency thing going on, you know, like this time. Please try again later. Let's see.
3: Aww.
2: So it's dead.
0: See, that's the thing. There's a lot of numbers in the
2: system that just aren't being used.
3: Hi, is my 12 year old self there? Can I talk to him? Please? <laughs> can I talk to him, please? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hello? He's on. He's playing on his television. He can't come.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, Dunaway, it's time. That's, and uh, That's intelligent vision.
2: I know, intelligent oh, vision. That, I'm sure we'll have yeah. more about that yeah. to say on Play Retro coming up at some point this year. But today, we're talking yeah, about a different yeah. kind of contest. Brian here will explain it. Uh, and tell us who might win things. Brian, take
3: it away. yes. Welcome to the Morning Half-Asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you the answers. I'll give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three of them, like the number of Michelin Star restaurants in Salt Lake City, are non-existent, depending on how confident they feel with the category. You can provide one, two, or three guesses, and if they get any of those guesses wrong, they get zero points for that round. But if they get one right, they get a point, two right, get some three points, and three right, get some five points. We'll play three. Three all rounds. i right, so right. play with the most points. Moist, the moist points. Moist, yeah. the most moist points. Yeah. moist points after three rounds. You're throwing me off, Brian. Uh, <laughs> Wins the prize for their contestant. Let's see who our contestants are. Scott, you're playing for Teresa, A.K. Rabbit, in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, I like Phoenix, uh, Teresa, Arizona. Yeah, cool. Yes. I'm in. Uh, nice and toasty, to warm say. there. Yeah, uh, okay. Brian, you're going to be playing for Sean Nagel in Columbus, Ohio. Ohio.
0: You know my Shawn favorite Nagle. place. Yeah. Ohio. Yes, I do. Ohio.
3: Mm-hmm. Ohio. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about what those prizes are after we play the game. Let's start with question number one NBA stars who played their whole career with one team. So I'm uh, going to no give problem. you a list of six names. Which ones of these played their entire career with one team and one I'm, team only? I, good thing I boned up on my NBA. No, I didn't. Mm. I, would, I would hope you would. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Steve Nash, Oscar Robertson, Carl Malone, Reggie Miller, and John Havlicek.
0: Okay. I only know Post Malone. I know Kobe uh, Bryant.
3: Yeah. Uh, pretty these other
0: people are just names you made,
3: made up. Names you've never heard of. Fake names. Yeah.
0: I think I know two of these.
2: Um, this would, if, if, in. if I get this wrong, it'll be embarrassing because this is back when I was way
0: into basketball, mm. and if I, I picked two names that I've never heard of. The third one <laughs> I feel good about. Is it Reggie Miller like baseball? No, no.
2: He's a current coach, or is he still coaching Pacers? I don't remember. Uh, is there
3: more than a- one Reggie Miller? There might there, be. Well, there probably are. There probably is one more than one right now. Yeah. All right. Both of you locked in. Both of you locked in on two. And both of you locked in. You neither of you locked in on the same one. Uh, Kobe Bryant nice. played his entire time with the Lakers. You knew that one. Oh, I thought yeah. that was the joke. Then he he Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah. nothing. Yeah. Uh Carl Malone played with the Lakers as well, but also with the Utah Jazz. Oh shit. Uh John Havlicek <sighs> oh. only ever played with the Celtics. But yeah. Oscar Robertson played with the Rules oh. and the Bucks. So Reggie oh, Miller, his entire Kobe. time, Reggie Miller, his entire time with the Pacers. Reggie, Kobe, and John Havlicek were your three answers. Oh, did I get any moist points for that? You get no you got moist zero, points. Neither of you have any moist points. All right, you know, this dry, dry points. This is
2: embarrassing because I should know that Carl Malone one that annoys me so much. I was sure he was in right, Utah yeah, the entire time. So you time. thought
3: he was Jazz the whole time? I thought
2: he went from I'm, LSU. I'm in, he went to, from LSU to the Jazz, and that was. I thought that was uh, it. I didn't know he played the, the
3: Lakers. For hell's sakes, how do I know? You brought know shame
0: that? on the family, Scott. You brought shame on the family. I'm embarrassed.
3: Let's let's see if you guys can earn some moist points on uh, this next question. Which, as we all know, all the three of us are masters of language. Let's talk about oh, language. God. Which of these English words originated in India? Uh, Your choices are tapir, shampoo, incense, spaghetti, juggernaut, and pariah. Three of those words actually came to us from India. Three of them did not.
0: Oh, this is a tricksy one. I'm sure shampoo is just a made-up bullshit word.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that is. What is shampoo? I don't even know. uh, They couldn't find any real poo.
2: (laughs) Shampoo. (laughs) Let's see. What's um, this
0: soap we put on our head?
2: It's shampoo. Mm, I don't know.
3: All right, I'm doing it. I'm picking right. two. friends locked don't... in. Scott's locked in. Uh, you guys both locked in on incense. Uh just incest. right off the bat. Oh, no, incense. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh,
0: <never mind.
3: laughs> incense, no. Uh shampoo is a, hin- a Hindi word meaning press. Dead juggernaut comes to us from india it's from the hindu god Jagannath. and pariah is uh, tamil it means drummer I almost did pariah i want to yeah. say
0: i want to say thank you to india for giving us the word juggernaut i love that word yeah mm. juggernaut. Which is awesome. usually
3: followed by the word bitch
0: yeah right? juggernaut
3: comma yeah. bitch comma bitch. bitch yeah is there a comma
0: <laughs>
3: i'm it's juggernaut Kama, juggernaut, bitch. juggernaut bitch yeah That's it's not juggernaut, juggernaut, bitch. bitch. <laughs> That would be a whole different. That would be a whole different movie. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Oh, okay. No, that's wow. like, okay.
2: Uh, hey, Grandma. It's or no, it's time, time to grandma. eat. Let's eat, Grandma. Let's eat, Grandma. Or let's eat, Grandma. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, Grandma. Let's eat.
3: No, yeah. that still still works. Still works. <laughs> All right. Let's get to number three here. Uh, near and dear to my heart, of course, is Disneyland. Which of these six places get more annual visitors per year than Disneyland? I will tell you that Disneyland, uh, as of the writing of this question, gets uh, got 16.2 million visitors per year. Your choices are the Louvre, Niagara Falls, the Grand Bazaar in Istanbul, the Great Wall of China, Central Park, and Fisherman's Wharf. Three of those get more annual visitors than uh Disneyland
0: is the fisherman's Wharf a real place <laughs> yeah.
3: yes it is yeah it's a real place
2: it's in San Francisco what the, what the hell is that it's a it's great it stinks though it smells I've been there a couple Why times would you yeah it's go a there? it's it a,
3: where you get the best clam chowder if you like can sand. I
0: ask what a can I ask what a wharf is without getting a smart ass response about Klingons um <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not a merry man <laughs> It's a beautiful place for yeah, ships and a, boats, and it's a right exactly. Is that it's what wharf like means? Wharf means that well, well shipping basically shipping uh, port kind of places. And I
0: get and what like it that. is. Yeah. I'm yeah. asking where the where the hell did the word come well, from? that got me all word oh, confused now. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you don't spell did wharf India on give us that one. Too? You don't spell Star Trek wharf. Oh, waterfront. No, yeah. that's good. Waterfront.
3: That makes sense. Oh, waterfront. Is, now that, that totally makes sense. Is that really where it came? from? Okay. I don't know.
0: Well, I don't think okay. Scott meant to say here, that, but just put it together really quick.
2: Here are your here are your definitions. Number one, a pier where ships or boats are tied up and loaded or unloaded. Two, a shore or riverbank. Or three, a platform of timber, stone, or other material to support at a margin of a harbor to navigate a yeah, yeah, navigate yeah, yeah, a stream yeah. of. I'm boats. pretty
0: sure it was just some some lazy ass. It's <clears throat> like I'm tired of saying waterfront. It's over there wharf. Just wharf. abbreviate it to wharf. Sure, wharf. Yeah, listen to this guy. Wharf. That's the that's the, the dictionary. Wharf. wharf. And then my Ward favorite says, thing is when Scott uh, d- uh, quotes Wikipedia or some uh, online encyclopedia for me. That's I love, this my
2: favorite <laughs> Do you like part. that? Yeah. <laughs> I
3: love that. In this case, How Miriam Webster. he's able to pull up Google while he's playing this game. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's
2: real hard to type the, the word wharf into uh, my my tab of a browser and hit enter. It's it's real rough.
3: <laughs> well, and also if you're cheating, you're doing it very poorly because you you're, you're at zero yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. You're one. the worst. Yeah. You're the worst cheater ever. Uh, let's see. Cheater. Let's see if this uh, gets somebody some points here. Uh, Brian, you locked in on the Great Wall of China, Central Park, and Fisherman's Wharf. Scott, you also locked in the Great Wall of China, but also Niagara Falls. Let's see our answers. Oh, the oh Great wall of China only come gets on. ten point seven million. But there's visitors so per many year.
0: Chinese people. Yeah, they but don't they go don't, see their own damn wall. They don't go they to their own wall. They don't see. That's why we don't need to build a wall in America. We wouldn't go visit it. That's right. That's right. Lonely wall.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Niagara Falls, the lowest one on the list, that's over twelve point nine. I'm sorry, sixteen point two million. Twenty-two million be- visitors. Yeah, uh, that would be good cool because it's like that's like a day
0: trip a lot of times, right? Just for instead sure. Instead of like yeah. Disney, which is like a three or four day trip.
3: Uh, Central Park gets 40 million visitors per year. Grand Bazaar wow. in Istanbul, 91.3 million visitors per year to the Grand Bazaar. And, no, Bazaar. and
0: nobody to the Fisherman's Waterfront.
3: Just just less than 16.2. Do I have a number? Oh, I do have a number. 8.0 million uh, fishermen's worth. 8.0 million. That's a bullshit number. That is a bullshit (laughs) number. It's really a round. It's really that round number, huh? Uh, I never put
0: round numbers on my taxes for that reason. Like the auditor's like, no. Yeah, always round 500 even.
2: Uh, The
3: Louvre gets 9.3 million per year. Great Wall of China, 10.7 million per year.
2: I mean, those are all hefty numbers, but. Still, they're yeah. all
3: hefty numbers. So, what this means is, we uh, no have zero points. Points for both of you, we go to our tiebreaker question. Uh, I am going to let uh, Man, Brian give yes. the answer, and Scott will do the over under. Um, on average, how many tornadoes hit Texas each year, according to the uh, according to NOAA? N-O-A-A? All, all of them. All of
0: them. All, all right, Noah. I like. I liked you told us what it was in case we got confused and thought it was just some guy named Noah.
2: Yeah, well, No-ah. exactly.
3: Floods. Floods would be N O A H. Yeah, tornadoes yeah. are N O A A.
2: Let me pull up my old testament. No, what Noah said. <laughs> um, all right, Don, why I answer him. How yeah, many? Give
3: me, a, give me a real answer, not all of them. How many? Tor- uh, how many tornadoes hit Texas each year? All of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, 202. Okay,
3: 202 is hit Texas. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, every Good. year. Thank you. You done? All right, yeah. 202 <laughs> is uh incorrect. <laughs> Scott, it's the correct answer higher or lower than 202. This is a by the way, this is a thing
2: done away. Like the, one of my favorite things <laughs> in the world is if we're playing a phone call or a clip yeah. of something, yeah, anytime the person in the phone call or clip. Makes a point that resonates with Dunaway. He's like a hype man <laughs> yes. in the back. He'll go. He'll <laughs> That's go. Right. Oh yes, yes, Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, I like what
4: you have said there. Yes,
2: I like exactly. that. Um, all right. So it's it's not that answer. I got to
3: decide if it's higher or lower. You have to decide if it's higher or lower. <sighs> oh, Texas of all places. Um, yeah, I will tell it's you so that big. it gets the most. Oh, it is the most in the country. Out of all the states. It's the moist. It's the moist tornadoes in the state. All right. I'm gonna, in the country. In the
2: country. I'm going to say, then if that's the case, uh, I'm going to say higher. It's okay. like 400 or
3: something. Uh, the correct five, answer Scott. is the five. Just, just a little bit lower, 155 Frick per yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, Texas gets the most. Rhode Island, surprisingly, not surprisingly, gets the fewest number of tornadoes. It's per so year. small. Wait a yeah, minute. Exactly. They get less. I than think it's like, just a matter of surface like area. Like Hawaii. Right? Yeah, I would. I would have thought. Well, Hawaii has to have the least, right? But no. Uh, I would have thought uh, like uh,
2: uh, Idaho or us or even Colorado or something. I didn't know we we somehow get one or two a year or yeah.
0: something.
3: Oh yeah, we still get a few tornadoes every year. Oh, tornadoes love us down here in South Carolina. I was like, oh, how's yeah. it going?
0: Yeah. And
3: I'm curious, actually tornadoes per state. Uh, let's see. Yeah, is there like a list of... uh Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, list is... (laughs) Let me find the... Here we go. Tornado... (laughs) uh, It says Tornado Alley states, but that... And this thing is, uh... You don't want to live in Tornado Alley. It's kind of like living
0: on the fault. You don't want to do it. Yeah, we live on a
3: fault. Uh, The Weather Channel is a much better link for the Weather Channel. Um... Alaska zero, so nah. I don't know how. Um, yeah. Rhode Island well, is at zero, seems too. So it it's seems high. so weird, windy up there. That's weird. Well, yeah.
2: windy, but mountainous. Mountains break up tornadoes, that's why we don't get hardly any here.
3: Yeah, uh, but Hawaii oh. one, Utah three, Colorado 53 Whoa. on average per year. That's a yeah, we get, we get our Ooh. share. Um, uh, Nebraska 57. Uh, so the flatter the state, Kansas, the more the 96? NATOs. Yeah. More NATOs, that's right. From,
2: so uh, there's a list here from 1950 until today. Mm. Uh, well, I'm sorry, up through 2022. Utah's okay. only had a total of 138 tornadoes over that oh, time. wow. So really not too many. It's like an average of one to two a year or something. Uh, that's it's news to nice. me, though. I thought we never got them. So there, yeah. was, a, there was a famous one downtown in the 90s. Maybe ninety two, ninety three, or something that hit the that hit buildings like in the city, and that was just unheard of. Like that doesn't is that, happen. Is that famous That's or notorious? True. It's notorious. We'll call it that. Is it infamous or yeah. famous? Infamous. Famous. Famous go. would mean more people infamous. know about it outside the state. I doubt they do. <laughs> That's so right. yeah. Well, there you um,
3: go. Yeah, Florida with sixty six on average per year. South Carolina twenty seven on average per year. You guys get your your share. Yeah. Way more than that. But it's weird to see, like like on this map, it's weird to see, um, like uh, Virginia or West Virginia, you know, tucked in there (laughs) 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 with with just two, while all the states surrounding it um, have way more. It's kind of must be
2: the mountains. Must be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn mountains get you every time. Every time. Uh, Well, there you go. So who's our big winner? Uh, So
3: congratulations going to uh, Brian's uh, Sean Nagel in Columbus, Ohio. Mm. Uh, Sean, you're going to get a copy of Such Art and Hot Brass. Two games games. that we tried to give away last week, and we couldn't. Uh, But don't worry, Teresa, in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, you're going to get a copy of Deceive on Steam. All these courtesy of Wesley, I believe. Yes, Wesley. All winners.
2: All winners right there. Congratulations. You're You're a winner. Winners. Uh, Congratulations to both of you, and thanks for being a part of this. Uh, People at home, if you're like, hey, how do I participate in the Half-Asses? Sounds like it's a thing where I don't have to be there live. Well, you're right. So go to our website. Right. It's over at frogpants.com slash TMS. And there is a link to sign up for this kind of stuff. Along, along with cool. things like song requests and yeah. uh, links off to the Patreon, all that kind of thing. There's nude the, you, pictures you, you're, of you're Dunaway. TMS. Yep. Yeah. Nude pictures of Dunaway. And those, oh, yeah. and those, come, those come with a Can free. I send those? Yeah, you did. A long time ago. You were drunk. Don't worry about it. Don't need to worry about it um anyway that'll be a real good thing hey Dunaway, you'll be back wednesday for more of this ridiculous stupidness and i cannot yeah. wait for it it's going to be great kiss our butts okay <laughs> he's gone now
3: okay all right uh, so we can talk about him now is what you're saying yeah yeah we can totally talk about him it's fine all
2: right we are going to now take a a, a turn and do some serious serious news mm, work okay? hard-hitting
3: News journalism coming up right now. Is That's
2: right. That's right. Because the country, look, we're really divided now. There's a lot of um, journalism for pay going on. Sure. Here sure. at TMS, we think it's important to bring you the hard, the real news, and do it with a with a you know, uh, w- 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 with honesty and straightforwardness. Yes. So now this. That helped me find my click. Uh, right, anyway, was, hey. uh, such
3: a great stall. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's time for today's news, and it's brought to you by
3: Have you watched Tondagasa play retro games? No. Well, now you can. Check out his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Tondagasa or Tondagosa right now. I don't even know if that's a soft or a hard O
2: in the second half of Good this. Good question. This, We've always said yeah. Tondagosa around here, but I, yeah. I don't actually know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't
3: know. Tondagossa? Tondagossa?
2: He does uh, good work over there. Go check Ponderosa. it out. <laughs> Ponderosa, exactly. It's spelled T-O-N-D-A-G-O-S-S-A on Twitch, everybody. So go yeah. check it out. Are you Go
3: for Gosa or is
2: it On for Asa? Yeah, let us know, will you? Uh, and by the way, it doesn't hurt or harm for you to put in our Discord. We have a little sort of pimp yourself sort promote of channel. yourself, yeah. Yeah, right. sometimes I see those and go, you know what? Let's promote that. And that's why that's Yeah,
3: I, I misunderstood what the pimp yourself is. Uh, topic or the the forum was for. So uh, I want to apologize for those people who uh Yeah. Who th- they thought they were getting something else from me and end up getting something completely different.
2: Well you've moved it to the right place. It's now onlyfans.com slash cover. That's right.
3: It's it's uh, Coverville's red light district dot com.
2: I wonder if I can go to Only fan hold on. OnlyFans
3: dot com. Uh-huh. Let's see if Coverville's taken. Oh <laughs> the Coverville seems like the last thing you'd find on uh Let's It'd be see. Uncoverville would be what you'd find on OnlyFans. Oh,
2: page not available. Let's try Scott Johnson just for fun. Okay. Okay, someone owns that, but there's no posts. Let's try... Okay.
3: OnlyFans slash Scott Johnson. That's yep. great.
2: Now if I do Brian... Oh, we got a guy. No posts or media, though.
3: Mm. Just under the name Brian, Brian. Yeah.
2: Now if I do slash Morning MorningStream... Hmm. It says nothing. Okay. Well, no one's using OnlyFans. That's what I've learned. Yep. Here we go. Well, here's, just, your, just uh, here's your. Here's yeah, your news. Not for the names that weed now Yeah. Not not anyone we know. Here's a here's some news you can use. Police called over uh, ice cream cone with not enough sprinkles. This wasn't, <laughs>
3: this wasn't me. Okay. I didn't do
2: this. But it feels like something. Yeah. You know.
3: By the way, how come you didn't check OnlyFans.com/TMS? Uh, oh, I didn't think it just TMS short. What, what comes up? Anything? Let's see. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Uh, sorry this page is not available oh, oh what ha-
2: <clears throat> we got banned for breaking the terms of services <laughs> <all like> that. <laughs> that's
3: right exactly
2: um let's see here after receiving an ice cream cone with not enough <laughs> sprinkles over the weekend there's a big uh-huh. comma there a woman in michigan decided to oh congrats to the lions by the way good oh lord. geez yeah no kidding good lord i i it's been a while Folks
3: and the Packers. Got to talk about those Packers who were, you know, everybody had them as an under under seven, like a plus seven, right? To beat the Cowboys, they they steamrolled over the yeah. Cowboys yesterday. That was the only game I watched. I feel like uh, the
2: Cowboys are just—they're never going to get that glory back, man. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Sorry, Dallas. Nope.
3: Went uh, next door for uh, for some venison chili with the neighbors, the crazy neighbors, and watched the Packer game and cheered them on with a, a lovely. A uh, baked apple pie cider from uh, Angry Orchard. Ooh, you've talked about that before. That sounds yeah, it's good I don't stuff. even drink and That sounds good. Yeah, it's um, yummy.
2: Let me ask you this: Did Sure. The, so, is it chili with venison? Is it gamey? Is it
3: what's it like? Um, it uh, a little, a little gamey. The 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 cumin uh, definitely you know counteracts the the normal gaminess that you get from venison. Yeah. Um, it was a very hearty, like a very had a deeper flavor, I think, than a regular beef chili, than a regular ground beef chili. I would try it. Sounds um, great. Yeah. It's, it was fantastic, yeah. I had, it with, and, had some uh, chili with turkey. Mrs. But... Crazy Neighbor says, I don't want to think about the deer that he processed in the garage to make this uh, this oh. venison chili, because oh. he did actually process it himself. He didn't shoot it himself. He processed it for for another one of his friends who was a, uh, a hunter, mm. uh, brought over to Dave's garage to process it, and, and then gave Dave... Uh, half the meat for, uh, for doing it.
2: We did that with a cow once. Have you ever done that, where you split like a a beast
3: with someone? Uh, no, I haven't. Mm. You uh, Should
2: it's good. It's the ch- it's it's the the trick is you need a good a good sized freezer to hold all the meat for however yeah, long you're going to freeze it. Sure. If you don't have that, just may as well not do it. But even like a quarter cow, we did once. Um. In my head, I always picture, well, which quarter? Was it the hind quarter? Was it the front? It doesn't work yeah, like that. Yeah, right, exactly.
3: Like, There's a big difference on the quarters, like, head? <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't want just the head, please.
3: I don't want the head.
2: No, nobody gets the head, I don't think. But we did that once, and it was a, it was either half or quarter cow, and that thing lasted us probably a good year, and the meat was so good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because Un- right. it's not all processed and freaking preserves and all the stuff they do to normal meat for your for your like, grocery store kind of meat. Mm-hmm. And the flavor was insane. I mean, it was a little more, not gamey, but like, not even oily. I don't know what the word is. Just the flavor is intense. Mm. It was really intense. Mm. Like the steaks. Interesting. The, okay. steaks, the steaks were just like, oh my gosh. But they were great. And I would do it wow. again if we had another opportunity. The problem is you got to have somebody who you like to split it with otherwise you don't yeah. want a whole cow yeah. i can't do a whole
3: cow. <laughs> no it's a lot exactly and, and, and the freezer space of an entire cow you're talking about freezer space but it's bad enough half a cow yeah. freezer
2: space it's a good thing claire's not here to yell at us for the cow that we Oh, have. of course yes exactly she'll be a, she'll talk about how you can go buy a quarter of a a vegan horse or something and that's how you should eat i don't know i don't know what she'd do. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so after receiving this ice cream cone with not enough sprinklers, sprinkler, sprinklers sprinkles over the weekend. <laughs> sprinklers. Sprinklers. A woman in Michigan decided to take matters into her own hands, literally, by screaming at a store clerk and attempting to punch a friend.
3: Oh, my uh, God. Trying
2: to calm her down. So her friend's trying to calm her down. Tries to punch her. I got out of hand. The unnamed woman. I think there's probably more going on here than just, yeah. where's my sprinklers? Yeah. Or sprinklers. Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop saying sprinklers. It yeah. was a, it was a traumatic year, twenty twenty three, on the sprinkler front.
3: Exactly. Oh, well, somebody please think about the sprinklers. Yeah.
2: Um, oh, that reminds me. Speaking of this, <laughs> the other day, we're never going
3: to get through the story, people. Just just deal with it. Yeah. I just it.
2: just know that. But the other day, so what? Like a like a day before yesterday, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. really cold. Wind shears, mm-hmm. uh, probably in the fifteen degree range, somewhere in that range Oof. all day. Nice and cold. Uh, a little bit of snow, but mostly just really frigid, the ice on the roads and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, normal, fine, whatever. That same night, it's even colder at night, obviously. No sun, whatever. So it's mm-hmm. getting cold. And then suddenly, at what felt like suddenly, at around 2.30 in the morning, we hear this insane sound of what sounds like water dripping. And at, at, a ra- at a high rate, I'm like, the hell is that? That's bad. That can't be good. Yeah,
3: that, and you've got... Still, some PTSD. I'm sure from the uh, the flooding situation. Oh, I don't know if I'll sure. ever
2: get over how that felt. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. So I'm hearing that sound. Kim hears it too. We wake up, sure. and we're panicked a little bit because I'm like, "That could be. Is that pouring into the basement? Is there a pipe busted mm-hmm. somewhere? We're freaking out." Turns out it was just the neighbor across the ways' uh, rain gutter, and I said, "But that's not right." So I pull up my phone mm-hmm. as I'm heading toward the door to also check it for real, uh-huh. and. It says it's forty-five degrees outside. Oh, and I was like, "Hold on a minute." When I went to bed, at two it was like in the
3: morning. Yeah, yeah. it's like
2: eleven degrees when I went to bed. It's suddenly—it's all Fahrenheit, Europeans. I wake up at <laughs> I wake up at two thirty, and it's suddenly forty-five degrees and kind of warm, like for winter winter standards. And, and it was literally just snow melting and pouring down this guy's drain. Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't any
3: problem or anything, but I still can. I don't understand how weather works clearly. But something right, but went getting from like, that warm on a day when it's as frigid as it was, then to warm up that much at night. Yeah, at two thirty you know, in the
2: morning, it made no sense to me. And then yeah, the rest of the is. day yesterday was kind of warm. It snowed, uh, uh, but wet. You know,
3: yeah. it was weird. Oh, that's insane! I still don't wow. get
2: it. Now it's cold again. So it must have been some little warm front it's just shot up from Mexico, just passing through. Yeah, just passing through. <laughs> don't mind me; I'm just passing through. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's not here, man. Anyway. uh, Her male companion tried to calm her down, but she began to hit him. Uh, So the lady behind the counter called the police. The two eventually left the store, but the clerk called the police uh, with a license plate number. They already had left the area before cops arrived, though no charges were pressed. Uh, This article says in New York York Magazine dot com. Guys, it's not even June. This is way too early in the season for this type of heat stroke induced behavior to take over.
3: (laughs) Jeez. This is... uh, I agree. Is this... Yeah, no kidding. Is this from May last year? It looks like it might be from May 2015. Oh, really?
2: This came up yesterday as fresh. Yeah. Let's see.
3: May 28th, 2015.
2: Oh, yeah. So this is the hard news that we do here. Uh, We we cover... We make sure it's
3: so, timely, you know. Right, um, exactly. You know what though? Uh, amazed that we didn't talk about this in 2015. So we're we're really covering our bases on talking about it now because we should have talked about it.
2: In, yeah, uh, we're just we're just catching up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why exactly. why this got in my? F- oh, this came from a listener. I blame them. Oh, okay. Who is it? Oh, I don't even have a name to shame. But some, oh,
3: we need find it because we need to blame.
2: Someone sent too, me uh, this. You jerks. Yeah. Um, so. Here's a little note that is. Mm, I don't know. If you're a gamer, you're probably excited about this. Dunaway and I talked about it already, but I think it's interesting. If you're a fan of the old Sega Genesis, a new handheld Sega Genesis is on the way. Uh, Hyperkin, known for its uh, solid peripherals and retro N-series of Nintendo cart players, has announced a new device that will play all your Mega Drive, get used to it, cartridges. That means Genesis cartridges. Uh, but in a handheld device about with a 5-inch screen and a 10-hour battery life. Uh, basically, it's a big old wide load, kind of Steam Deck-looking...
3: Yeah, it's, like, my first thought hearing about this is like, oh, well, it's one of those, you know, like, we got those those, um, miniature SNESs and miniature Mm -hmm. uh, PlayStations and things like that. That's what I was expecting this was, but no, it is a, so it's its own screen and everything. It's like a Game Gear that you actually jam genesis cartridges into yeah with
2: a battery life that's actually decent unlike the game gear which went through double a's as fast as i went oh, through water geez. back then yeah but yeah you take your actual cartridges and plug them in here now here's the
3: cool little trick <laughs> including the stolen one from a blockbuster that they're showing in this photo by the way the, <laughs> the, not the for sonic resale. not for resale yeah yeah i think that so there were
2: two versions of that made this is a fun fun note yeah. um yeah. Two, one version for blockbusters and hollywood videos like, sure. you're absolutely right about that. And then they were also the ones that were packed into a certain run of Genesis
3: mm-hmm.
2: 1 sales, they had the game packed in and they also said not for resale. Did they all them. say
3: not for real, resale? Okay. Yeah. All right, but fair people enough.
2: would still resell them. They would still,
3: you know, it's yeah, still course. the
2: game. But anyway, here's the cool thing you can go to Amazon and buy for like 50 bucks a cartridge that's got like 900 games in it.
3: Oh, there you go. Okay. That's the way you do it. Yeah. Because yeah. I still don't, there's no way I have any old Genesis cartridges left over but if you can get one that's cool that you can get one that's got the
2: uh yeah uh the whole deal it's on. it's not there. entirely cool. uh above board you can still buy them on amazon sure. but uh, you know it's not exactly legal. sure but they're cool uh all right yeah. we're gonna take a break when we come back a little science coming your way with bobby frankenberger and uh that'll be after this break with a song that brian cool. brought
3: yeah, let's ease into the week with um some some uh, some cool acoustic music here. This is a guy named Tyler Ramsey. Uh I'm trying to think who I was thinking of when I heard this. Maybe a little bit of um uh maybe a little Mumford and Mumford and the Suns or Lumineers kind of thing. Uh Tyler Ramsey's uh, his forthcoming album uh comes out on February 9th. It's called New Lost Ages, courtesy of Soundly Music, also big thanks to uh uh, Emily Ginsburg, what, what label? What, what PR agency? Well, thank you, Emily. I don't have it right here in front of me. Mm. Uh, big Hassle. There it is. Big Hassle Records, <laughs> one of my favorites. Or big you, Hassle PR.
2: Have you seen your uh, your neighbor lately? Are they running a record company now? Big, oh, has-
3: big Hassle, this oh. record uh, label, uh, PR company. Love it. Uh, big thanks to uh, for for them for sending this. This is the first single from the album. It's called "These Ghosts." Here is Tyler Ramsey.
0: The Sega Genesis has blast processing.
4: Super Nintendo
0: doesn't. So what's blast processing do? What if you don't have blast processing?
4: I need a computer!
3: Right, we've returned. Tell me who that was one more time. Sure, that's Tyler Ramsey from his upcoming album, New Lost Ages. Comes out about a month from now. That's the first single. It's called These Ghosts.
2: Nice. Nobody wants to deal with those ghosts. Those ghosts. All right. Let's see if Bobby can enter the fray and teach us something. You know.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We like science. We like learning. Uh, we're not too too proud to admit. Sometimes we don't know everything. <laughs> So, when one of you comes in here and tells us something we don't know, we're happy to hear it. And Bobby's one of those guys. Uh, Let me play his little intro. Do I have it here? Those guys. I do have it. It's right here.
4: Science!
5: Bob is hungry, and the soup looks good.
2: It sure does. Bobby Frankenberger joining us as he does each and every twice a month. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All the way from South Carolina to uh, tell us about (laughs) something scientific. Hello, Bobby. How are
5: you? i'm doing well it's my time of the twice a month that's right it's your my, time of the twice a month my yes. time although it's been like more than a month since since i've been on I, yeah, I know
3: we you know december is weird holidays Very are weird. Weird time
5: yeah i don't yeah. trust
2: holidays to get it right never does but uh, it's yeah. nice having you on it's funny our, our alternate for mondays uh steven schleicher is in the chat today so we got all the monday we can handle here oh
3: look at that whoa yeah. no. too lot. much we monday could, yeah. we could uh yeah we could we could uh, put you, pull you both in and have you tag team. Yeah. Uh, it's like perform ma- against each other and it's see like who wins. Manic
2: Monday. You could go, it's like, you could go slap. Uh, there's too many stars to count in the universe. Slap. Hey, Spider Man's coming for a crossover to Echo. Slap. What?
5: Yeah. Science versus science fiction.
3: Oh. Oh, good. look at that. We could have some fun. Monday with that. Thunderdome is what we got here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Steven to come to Vegas this year.
3: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Steven,
2: come to Vegas. Come hang out with us. Please
3: come to Vegas in the springtime. (laughs)
2: Literally, Uh, hanging
3: out of the (laughs) plaza, there will be lots of
2: room. So, Bobby spends uh, his his waking hours making content for All Around Science, and he brings some of that stuff here on the show. Uh, Bobby, what's what's going on this week in science?
5: Well, at the it's the beginning of the year, um, and at the beginning of the year, when New Year's is actually one of my favorite holidays. I love the sort of like the symbolism of renewal and. And um, you know, like reassessing things and kind of doing all that kind of stuff. And every year, I kind of try to think. I end up thinking a little bit about how uh, how I think about uh, talking to people who are want to talk to me about pseudoscience and or Ooh. talk around me about pseudoscience and and things that that are. Not true, mm. <laughs> right? That they that they yeah. heard on Facebook. Sure, right. <laughs> flat, the flat exactly. Earth. Are
3: we
2: talking in something a little more basic than like the flat Earther type stuff? Like more
5: well, um, that, so just any of it, right? And so I thought that this time of year, I d- I did this last year, and I think maybe the year before. I like to sort of come on and in a public service announcement kind of way, but maybe less preachy. Um, talk about like how can we how can we think. About and how can we approach the people in our lives that that are talking to us about these kinds of things that we that we have this urge to correct maybe mm-hmm. you know or that we have the urge to argue with people in our lives people online and and just kind of reassess how do what's what's a good way to approach that mm. you know I like so it so I thought that might be a a fun thing to talk about so um, as you might imagine I wasn't always the paragon of rational scientific thought that I'm sure you think of me today. <laughs> Did you <laughs> do? Yes. Did you used to be like a total like
2: conspiracy theorist freak show? I would
5: love that no, if that was true. Not so much into it, but I mean I used to have I used to be a kid who was compelled by the idea that aliens have been building pyramids and and um, I used to think ghosts made a lot of sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's uh it's it's not that way anymore. Critical thinking and scientific skepticism sort of changed my life but when i first got into it I, it made me kind of obnoxious for a while <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay right? you know cuz cuz when you have this like new knowledge and it goes the other way too when you think you have new knowledge as a, in pseudoscience you just want to tell everyone yes right? right right and so when i when i've unlocked critical thinking for myself and realizing like oh there's a whole way to look at the world like i wanted to tell everyone why they were wrong um and it wasn't like because i was trying to be a jerk i really did think that oh this makes perfect sense like this is mm. logical way to view the world so all i have to do is explain to people the process and then they will also understand mm. and change their minds and that it just doesn't work that way mm. um so uh, how can we help people when it comes to to pseudoscience? Because I've calmed down a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> since then. You're
2: pretty chill. <laughs> You're one of the most chill people I know, and I can't even imagine you at a higher level of oh, yeah, anything. No. So I was
5: I was quick to rouse <laughs> when it came to talking about uh, things that were are true. Now the I wanted to say that um that my I, I decided to think about I, I was thinking about this most recently because I read an article on Ars Technica that was written by Paul Sutter. So, this a lot of the ideas a lot of my thinking about this came from that and it's a great article you should go uh check it out. Um but uh to start, you have to sort of like define pseudoscience. What is pseudoscience? And it's hard to define pseudoscience. Sure.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um but Paul so and the reason I bring up Paul Sutter is cuz I I when I read the article, I liked his definition of pseudoscience mm. which is literally if you take apart the word pseudoscience, it's false science, right? Sure. But his definition is, he says, "quote, Pseudoscience is a practice, a mode of investigation that looks like science but totally misses the point." Mm. Right, I and mean, this is the opposite
2: um, of su- su- studio
5: science, right? We yeah, want- su- su- science. Okay, all right, just
2: making sure. Exactly. You know, it's I don't want to get the
3: science my- of a girl that's been on my mind all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is what I love about this. I. I only I know enough about the song to say the thing, but Brian knows he knows so much more about those songs than I do. He knows lyrics in, in the stanzas and stuff that I'd never pay attention to. Yeah.
5: I love that actually. You can always rely on Brian. You br- you you bring it up, and then you know he's going to take the ball. I know right? it. Yeah, he'll take yeah, the ball yeah. all the
2: way the rest of the way, get the touchdown, we win.
5: Well, yeah.
3: Whether it's funny or not is it remains to be seen. But at least I, I can grab that ball and run. Yeah, with and it. it's factual. Yeah. I love it. It's good. You might
5: not get a touchdown, but no, you get no, some yards.
3: I'll, I'll get some yards. Exactly. <laughs> sure.
5: Um, so pseudoscience, yeah, it often has the tools of science, um, but, uh, but it misses the point, right? Like it's got the it'll – it'll use jargon and fancy measuring devices like ghost hunters use, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it'll in, in, incorporate math, and maybe they'll have their own publications that they use. So it has all the trappings of science, but uh, the heart of science is truly the scientific method. But the heart of science isn't the only thing you need, um, and that's that. That I think informs a lot of what I've been thinking about lately, which is the heart of science, the scientific method. Yes, that's important, mm-hmm. but there's also a soul of science, sort of so to speak, which involves things like, which involves scientific thinking, um, sure. skepticism, which is like the idea that you need to let evidence dictate your beliefs. Um, humility you have to you have to have the humility to know that any statement including your own can be proven wrong um and so you have to have another part of scientific thinking which is the openness to to be able to change those opinions right Mm -hmm. um and all these kinds of things you have to be willing to change you have to there's there's openness and scientific rigor and all these things right um and so how can we then talk to someone who is is bringing to us a pseudoscientific belief that they have, like flat earth conspiracy or something like that, right? Which to us seems ridiculous, and you don't think that they should be thinking this way, but how can you change their mind? Mm. What do you think is the first thing you – what is usually the first thing you want to do is when you're talking to someone – who has a belief like that is to tell them that they're wrong, right? Yeah. yeah. Your first yeah.
2: instinct is to, to get all a little fired up and
3: yeah. I, I feel like it's probably the wrong instinct too, because that probably in some cases gives them
5: ammunition or gives them fuel. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure, well, right? yeah. Pseudoscience. Is, one of the things about pseudoscience is that it's, it's, it's a very natural way of thinking about things. I think Um we want to fight against those people and we want to tell them they're wrong, but people usually come to pseudoscience because pseudoscience is very seductive. Uh, it's it's a lot of times it's providing like a counter narrative to authority, you know, which is um, a lot of people have. It, it also when you get that kind of pseudoscientific information it makes you feel good and it makes you feel special, it confirms your beliefs and it and it and it purports to provide evidence that confirm your beliefs and we all want that. We all have that tendency to want to confirm our existing beliefs right
2: right
5: right um and there is a so, there is a
2: feeling of what, what do they call that not paint yourself in a corner a cornered cat that's it you get in the yeah, corner yeah, yeah. And it's like well wait a minute and if you if you corner someone else uh their their tendency is to at least in the moment in the rush of the moment they're going to want to defend their position and it's really hard to to convince minds hearts and minds when they're in that position Right, I right, found.
5: because people get defensive as yeah. a natural tendency. Natural right? thing, yeah. So attacking head-on, your right, doesn't work. There's actually evidence that shows that contradicting people's views does, rarely ever works. Um, there's scientific evidence that shows that, or or that telling someone they're wrong actually has the opposite effect sometimes. Sure. Um, and, and there's just, uh, what I always like to say is you can't logic someone out of an opinion that they didn't probably logic themselves into in the first place. Um, so what do you do? Okay, let's get to it. I have like a four-step. It's maybe less formal than this, but it, it's like oh a
3: four-part. It's, it's one more than Randy usually gives us, too. Yeah, no
2: kidding. <laughs> yeah. This, is a real well, t- it's, this is a real Tony Robbins moment here with Bobby. Let's it, see what you got. Right,
5: right. <laughs> Speaking of pseudoscience. Yeah, I <laughs> um, love that stuff. But uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's just a pithy way to think about it. It's shut up, listen, find common ground, and then talk about that. All right? And so the shut up part is you need to stop arguing with people, and you just need to listen to them. Um, That does a lot of things. Mm
1: -hmm. First
5: of all, it makes them feel doesn't it it prevents making them feel shut down and making them feel small. It makes them feel listened to um, if you're just being quiet and letting them. And it also importantly preserves relationships if you don't argue with someone. And I think that in order to change people's minds about anything, you have to preserve a relationship with them. Um, because when do you the people you listen to the most and the people who are most likely to change your minds are your are the people you care about right Mm -hmm. so preserving a relationship is important so just shut up people are way more likely to change your mind if you are someone that they like and respect all right um the second part that i always try to do is listen and when i what i mean by listen is really try to hear what they're saying not the superficial top layer of what they're saying that you know that the earth is flat but really listen to what and understand the underlying reason why it is that they think and believe the thing that they think and believe right what is motivating them to think that way and that's where the common ground part comes in we probably share a lot more in common with people than we really think you oh, know, almost almost
2: 100 of the time i found that people even the people i vehemently agree, disagree with on some subject or point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always, especially if you get to know them and it's not just some rando on the internet. Right. Uh, it's almost always, you guys have similar, similar, even similar yeah. motivations. You just go about those motivations differently, but the, but the motivations are the same. Right. Uh, right. Same end game. Ha- that's a core goal.
5: value of mine. And I know I've talked to you, Scott, before. I, I, I know it's a core value of yours that we have way more in common with ev- ev- each other just in general Mm-hmm. then we have then we then we do the differences right yeah, yeah. some people don't um, want to admit that they do
2: but it's true right and maybe yeah. that's a point of contention <laughs> another <laughs> another thing to argue about but I actually I think it's true
5: so some examples of finding common ground with people that might be talking about things that you just fundamentally disagree with are like think about why do they believe in bigfoot is it because perhaps they want They have this desire and want for mystery and discovery to still be alive in the world and and to feed their sense of adventure. Because if that's the case, then me too, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I do too. Um, So you can start. Why do they think vaccines are causing autism? Is it because they worry? About their loved ones' health and that they wish they understand more about the chemicals that are going to their body. Well, that makes sense to me.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So if you listen, you can find those things out. And if you really find common ground, why do people believe in astro- astrology? Maybe it's because they really wish that you know life is complicated and they wish that they could understand those complicated lives. Maybe they're looking for some explanation for why things just won't go their way. That makes sense to me, mm-hmm. right?
4: Yeah,
2: those these so, are common um, things that everybody has. Right. And understanding that about your quote unquote foe in your argument, I think right. goes a long way to, yeah. well, A, just sort of humanizing everybody, but B, you know, you can, you see where they're coming from. And that always helps.
3: Right. And,
5: you, right.
3: See them, and then you see them as more than just their opinion. You see them as a person who, all right, how did they get to this point? Yeah. Which is yeah. super important.
5: Right. Yeah. Um, and then the last step is just to, once you've found that common ground, just talk about that. I don't even actually. When I'm talking to people, I don't usually even address the pseudoscience at all because, I again, I don't believe that I can directly change their minds. So why even talk about it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just talk about the thing that you have in common, redirect the conversation, and then you and then at the very least, maybe you can actually have a conversation that you almost enjoy.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you
5: almost know? enjoy having with that person.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've, so uh, let me throw this one at you. Tell me what you would do. All right. Okay. This is a very happening right now kind of thing. So I haven't talked about this on the show very much, but in the since November, there have been, one, two, three, and a three, a possible fourth diagnosis of cancer mm. on my wife's side of her family. And this is after her sister died in, an, in an October from cancer. So without having much time to grieve her loss, we're already ramping up for possibly you know more bad news in fact today or well, no it's tomorrow yeah. we find out on that possible one and the others some of this has been caught early some of it hasn't there's some frustration about why the first one wasn't and that which brings him to my point i'm not going to get specific about this but um we have somebody in the family who who was diagnosed like 8 months ago and didn't tell anyone mm-hmm. and the reason they didn't tell anyone is they didn't want anyone to worry like Again, some, some relatable reasons as to why they didn't say anything. I understand that feeling of, I don't want to be a bother. I don't need, in fact, I'm terrible at this. If I need help, I don't Mm -hmm. ask for it. I never do. I'm terrible at that. Mm -hmm. If I Mm -hmm. move, I move and no one knows it. Like I packed up all my own boxes. I never asked anyone for any help. (laughs) I wreck, I wreck my back. It's just the way it goes. It's how I do stuff. Yeah. So, so I kind of understand that part of it, or I have some, you know, some mutual understanding of why that those emotions exist. Mm -hmm. Um, but the other side of this is this particular person wants to do a bunch of holistic stuff and thinks mm-hmm. they can solve it with magic powder and books and not do the only scientifically tested stuff that shows to uh, treat or affect this kind of cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's extremely frustrating that yeah. that's that's a thing. And having a conversation about that stuff with somebody who's a big believer that every that that science is wrong and no one trusts doctors, um, when their actual life is at stake, not only that, but others around them who didn't know about this for eight months also could have maybe been in a genetic firing line. It's time to go get checked, maybe early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of frustration around that as well. And people are mad, obviously. My approach yes. to this would be, or what I'm trying to do from my vantage point is I'm trying to do this common ground thing, or I'm trying to find a way to have the discussions so that we can reach a couple of ends. One, better understanding of what this means for that person, how we mm-hmm. can better support that person and help them understand what their best path forward is. Because right now they think their best path forward is is some guy they learned about on Facebook and a book he wrote and claiming to be a doctor, but isn't, and some mm-hmm. weird powder shake that's supposedly cl- kills cancer and all this kind of bs. Right. And we're at a we're at a real we're at a real moment for that. And I and I feel like the next time there's a family gathering, it will either it will go one way or the other. It'll either go bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. All conversations will go bad and someone's going to leave with really hurt feelings or and I hope I'm the one who can spearhead this because there's a lot of frustration around it. I would like very much to be the person that figures out the path forward for them yeah. and for everyone yeah. else in the room. So I ask you, Bobby, what would you do in that scenario? Not that I'm not saying yeah. you're the end all be all. That's not the point. But I'm just curious sure. what you would do Another, given yeah. given what we're talking about here.
5: And that is a really hard one because uh, medical stuff is really tough because it's not. Um, benign like flat earth right right (laughs) it's it's a person that you really care about who the way you see it is very urgent um because if they're not getting the help that that they really need because they're choosing to do something that's not going to work then then it feels very urgent that you you need to change their mind Mm -hmm. um but it's important to always remember that if you push again if you push too hard that you may just harden their their opinion more. The resolve, so yeah. the first thing I would start with is, if it were me, again, like you said, I'm not an expert, but if it were me, um, I would just talk to the person about what they're doing and let them know that I ca- make sure to show in my actions that I care about them and I care about what they're doing, so that we can just talk about that. What do they want to talk about? Right. And then. Um, you know, maybe try to eventually over time spring. And you may not even get to this right <laughs> very quickly or even in that day because because your, your whole effort should be in making sure that they know that you care. Um, and then try to think like, oh, man, I, you know, I don't want to... This is really good. You're working on trying to figure this out, and this is really hard. But I wonder if, you know, c- just because I worry so much about you, I wonder if you'd be willing to... In a, you know also in what you're doing if you talk to this person that I know has helped someone else that that uh, has was dealing with something similar and just you know just you know maybe if nothing else you know just give it a shot and then that maybe opens the door of, it turns out that person
2: is a uh, 30year veteran oncologist who actually understands everything about right cancer survival <laughs> yeah. rates treatment plans but, but you're you know?
5: you're framing it in a way that's like oh I I it seems like you were really working hard. You're acknowledging them, right? You're seeing that they're struggling and they're trying, you know, showing them that you see that they're trying. Right. And you say, but I know someone who went through this, something similar, and I know that this person that they talked to, this doctor or whatever, helped them. Mm. Um, so it would, you know, maybe even make it seem like they're doing you a favor because people love to feel like they're being useful. Right? Well, and you, you are say, doing like, – that's a really good point. feel better.
2: That's a really good point because you are talking on her terms.
5: Yeah. Oops, I
2: just narrowed it down a little. Sorry. Uh,
5: Her. Uh, Yeah. Now
2: we know the gender of the person. Um, But we, 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 uh, to approach it like that sounds like we're actually saying what they're always saying, which is, well, there's this guy I heard on late night TV who sold a book. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But really, what you're saying is, yeah, I've got a friend who's, oh, he's so, he really knows this stuff. Because there is, there's a, I understand like the fear, the fear of expertise is a weird one for me. And well that
5: that to me translates to the fear of authority.
2: Yeah, um, exactly. That, I feel yeah. that every time when mm. it comes up. It's not just it's not expertise so much. It's just that well, if they're they claim to be experts, they're part of a, a system of overlords yep. that want to tell me how to live my life. Right. And that's a hard one to that's a hard hump to jump, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's a new phrase I'm gonna use all the time. Hard hump to jump. I that's love that. That's a hard it. hump yeah. to jump, yo. I put the I had to put the yo on the end. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
3: that that'll definitely make it exactly. seem
2: like a modern yeah, yeah the kids will get it you know
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the kids Marty yeah.
2: yeah yeah anyway but okay well that's interesting I, I I mean when this does happen everyone right now is kind of a weird holding pattern because the person who yeah. didn't tell anyone or still refuses to talk to anyone about it and everybody's just trying to scramble to figure out what they can do to help which is ironic because this is a person that even if it's something minor like oh, my shoelace is untied, she will have an opinion and will tell you about it. Like, she will want <laughs> to tell everyone else how to th- this and that and the other. And I don't mean that in necessarily a negative way. She's a great heart and wants to help everybody. Sure, sure. Right, but now right. it's her turn for others to help and things have gotten weird and we're just trying to figure it out. Anyway, I didn't mean to air all that garbage, but the point is... No, it's good. This is this is one of those situations and sometimes it's exacerbated by serious circumstances like these right. cancer diagnos- diagnoses right. or other things in life that are much bigger like you said than just some guy who's like well I think there's flat why because I ain't never seen the globe up front or you know whatever you can get through those and sorry South I didn't mean to
3: do that again to you but you know what I'm saying (laughs)
2: Um,
3: yeah it's always that voice
5: (sighs) we're used to it
2: so any um, I mean I'm I'm a I'll I'll say this too I'm a huge fan of the feeling it's some of the best Uh dopamine you can ever have of when you admit can admit that you had it wrong
3: Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah.
2: and a lot of people just straight up will never do it but even though most of us are hesitant to do it we won't do it at first we have to sometimes you have to be chipped away at for a while but it feels so good to just go mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I had that totally wrong
5: it clears right and, oh it, it feels so it. good dude it's yeah. just like
2: it's. Like, I don't know what it is. It's one of the most freeing things you can do, and I. And we're so. I, I
5: agree, but not everybody. And I think the reason it feels good for people like you and me is that we have that as again sort of a a, a part of our identity. We believe ourselves to be someone who can change our mind, um, and so it feels good to to do something like that. But not everybody. I, I actually. I think that might. I really think that that's kind of the minority. Um, mm. It's definitely not the majority of people yeah. who feel like they can they can change i think people think that they can but we 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 tend to be entrenched um yeah and and that's everybody even there are opinions that you and i have that we are would be very hard to change even though um (laughs) you know well here's a fun
2: example this happened yesterday carter is trying to show her friend alicia uh what we do in the shadows. She'd never seen the movie. So she wanted to show her the movie. Cause here in our house, that is a hallowed film. We love that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're getting ready to rent it the other night and do all this stuff. And I hear Carter downstairs, uh, her and I are just this way with each other, but I hear her go, dad, you're wrong. I said, I'm wrong about what I yell down. We're not seeing each other's face, by the way. She's just yeah. way downstairs. I'm upstairs. She goes, this movie came out in 2014. I go, it is absolutely did not come out in 2014. That came out in 2015 I'm 100% sure on it because that's the year Fury Road came out. I think of three movies that year. That, Sicario and Fury Road are three of my favorite movies of the year. And she goes, nope, 2014, look it up. And I went, I promise you it's 2015. And my wife's like, you guys are going to kill me. And I said, (laughs) said, well, let me look it up. And and sure enough, I was right that in the States, when it finally hit theaters – 2015, but it premiered Mm -hmm. in 2014 at Sundance and made some other and some smaller runs in other places during that year before the Uh year ended. So we were both right about it, but we were having the hardest time coming together on that point. Yeah. And I realized it's a small, dumb thing, right? Big deal. Right. But I realized at the end of it, I'm like, this is so stupid. This is so
3: (laughs) stupid because actually, who cares? Right? What what do I actually right. have a, right. invested right. in what this idea? Gained? Yeah, this is the whole Dale Carnegie thing. What have you now, what have what have each of you gained from this?
5: Right. <laughs> and the answer was nothing. Right.
2: Other than we kind of have right. a laugh afterwards, but nothing. Gain nothing. Yeah, that's yeah.
5: that's another yeah. thing that I try to keep in mind is when I'm when I'm feeling the urge to argue with somebody is is I ask myself the question, do I like do I really need them to agree with me? You know, right. like is right. is that something I need? Well if not, what, then why Right, Exactly. Yeah. Do
3: You know, am I doing this because it, it helps, it will help them in maybe a health situation or in a, right. in a, uh, safety situation. Well, yeah, then it's like, no, you really need to know that you shouldn't be uh, drinking that snake oil or whatever. But if it's like a, no, it's not flat. It, it, it's this round. like oh, what's the point what you know what do I gain right. from telling them if mm-hmm. they stay away from the edge of the earth because they're afraid they're going to fall off that's fine that's just
5: fine right right because <laughs> the end result is they still won't fall off the earth.
3: they still won't fall off the edge <laughs> of the earth you know I'm not saving I'm not. it's not a safety issue yeah right.
5: that's
2: yeah. true well interesting yeah. I you know I hope do you do you recommend like any books or people to follow that are just good at this sort of stuff? So not, not I actually, it's to, funny that you bring you that.
5: Up. I wasn't going to say it, but because you just made me think of it, um, there is a really great book. Um, it's called The Skeptics Guide to the, the It's The Skeptics Guide to the Universe. I think is it's a it's a podcast. You may have heard of the well, podcast. I've Heard of the
3: podcast? Yeah,
5: yeah. But they all the all of them wrote a book also. Um, and uh, a skeptics, I'm looking it up. Skeptic Guide to the Universe book, uh, but um, it's a really good book, and it's a really good primer for uh, for skeptical thinking and and how to how to do that. They talk a little bit about being being humble, and but if you, if you want a primer for that kind of thinking, then that's what I would do. But. Um, Okay. <laughs> uh, my, my thought petered out. I apologize. That's all right. All right. Hey, look, right. You got the, the point across. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah point, point taken. That's all that matters yeah. that we took your point. Yeah. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Bobby, tell people about all around science where more of this great discussion happens each and every week.
5: Um, the podcast that I do every week is called all around science and we do all, so we talk about science stuff and that's what we like to talk about. There's, it's not more complicated than that. <laughs> um, we just recently talked about a new back, uh, antibiotic that was, uh, developed a new whole class of antibiotics that's going to help fight antibiotic resistance. Oh, so that's good. Yeah. Cause the, cause that's a problem that resistance. Yes, business. it is a big problem. <laughs> and, um, if this works then then it'll open up a new avenue a new strategy for dealing with bacterial infections it'll be really really cool do you i know we talked for a while do you have time for one uh like 2 minutes yeah. um, to me to say something about Las yeah, Vegas for of course sure, of course, sure, course. For go sure. ahead yeah, yeah. I, I I vetted this with Brian first, so I'm not speaking out of turn. Um, <laughs> That's right. <exactly. laughs> but uh, but you are I allowed was, uh, to speak. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, the, every year there's a board game event at TMS Vegas where we get together, and I and we're doing that again this year, right, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yep. I don't yeah. know
3: exactly which day. I think it'll be Wednesday, but but don't hold me to that. This. Yeah. We're still waiting on uh, something from Sand Dollar and James and Svet, so.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, but so, we are we are looking at six hours though, right? Instead of four. Well, the,
5: that's
3: one of the announcements. Yes. Yeah, oh, so, sorry.
5: So one of the things that um, <laughs> I was talking to D- Ducey, Everyone knows Ducey, uh or has heard of Ducey. Um yeah. He goes. To be, he's the big board game guy, and him and I were talking because we thought it would be really, really great to get more people. Love going to the board game event, but I see a lot of like walking around, observing mm-hmm. people playing games. And there's a whole big table of board games always there that lots of people bring. And and you might see those games and think, oh, that looks interesting, but I don't know how to play it. And I don't know how to get other people to play it with me yeah. if I don't know how to play it. Yeah. So we came up with this idea for people to sign up um, for for board games, express interest in games that they might want to play. And also, if you have a board game that you know how to play and want other people to play with you, you can sign up for to Which put that on a spreadsheet yeah. And get other people oh, to I love sign this. up to play it with you. Yeah. Um. And so, it, just a more organized kind of way to get people to to play more games during that board game event, right? What yeah. if the sign ups um, say nothing but
2: dungeon murder? What if it's just dungeon murder the whole way up and down? <laughs> then what are we so going to do? Wanna... What are we going to do then? Yeah. You well know, you have
3: to buy more more copies of Dungeon Murder, Oh apparently. crap. Shoot. All right.
2: <laughs> another another batch gone its way. No. I'm kidding. I love so this you, idea. It's a really great idea. Yeah. yeah. It's
3: it's something we needed cuz a lot of times I'd miss out on a game I really wanted to play because I was playing something else and I didn't see, oh they've started playing that already. Shoot. I wanted to get in on that one.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
3: I love it. I, I I love that this. Is well, I also like help. the,
2: it's kind of two tiered, right? Because not only can we get people int- or playing the things they're interested in, but also that extra couple of hours is going to make a giant difference.
5: Yeah. Um, oh, being able sure. to yeah. Do what that's what, and that's what, because that's after we talked. Me and Ducey kept saying, "Man, we wish, we wish it was just a little bit longer, like maybe yeah. two hours longer." And so I and Ducey was like, "But I guess we can't do anything about it." And so I said, "No, I'm, I'm just going to message Brian, find yeah. out yeah. maybe we can't do anything about it, and then." Brian made it happen. So, yeah, made
3: it happen. So, um, yeah, and it'll, it'll, ex- the way it looks like it'll uh, extend is one hour in each direction because I think we started at 12 and went to four. Yeah. And mm-hmm. rather than go 12 to six, we'll bump it back an hour, 11 to five. And that right. way people still have a chance to go out and get dinner and, and that sort of thing before whatever the evening event is yeah. that day. That's great. So,
5: if you want to sign up for things and you want to see what other people are planning to do, there's only a few things on there because we haven't obviously told very many people, but you go to the, tms vegas um discord channel that has been there for a long time and if you go to the pins one of the pins there that uh, was is called a tms vegas master sheet Mm -hmm. um there's a there's a couple of things on there but um one of the tabs is game sign up and game list and wish list if you go to the game sign up you 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 list a game that you want to run so like i have on there evolution host is bobby And then you put the length and when you what the start time when you might want to play and everything and people can sign up put their names on there like Nikki has uh, agreed to play that game with me and um and then uh, if you just have a game that you've that you've want that you know someone has or want to see if you've wanted to play but maybe you don't have it or or something like that you can put it on the games list list if you're going to bring a game you can list it on there and other people can express whether they want to play you and all that kind of stuff. So check it out. It's pretty self-explanatory, the sheet. So, mm-hmm. um, And if, yeah. if people have questions, let us know so we can make things more clear. This is kind of the first time we're doing this. So. Mm-hmm. And
3: I need to... Um, I'll do a new link, because right now we've got the 2023 board game list linked over there on uh, uh, Viva TMS Vegas, so I'll need to get a link to the, the newest one. Mm.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Over there on... And maybe one day, maybe sometime... I don't know how these things work, but maybe you can come up with a tiny URL or something. You know, oh yeah, to, to make sure. it easier for people to to find it rather than having to go to the Discord or something. But, yeah, yeah, right. right. Totally, or you should go to the that. Discord anyway. Yeah. You
3: should, yeah. It's a good place to discuss where you know the frequently asked question should I start booking my hotel now? No, wait <laughs> every until- other day, <laughs> exactly. Please mm. wait until we have the booking code. We uh, don't have the booking code yet, but prices uh, look like they're going to be comparable and maybe even in the case of the um, resort fees, better than the Cyber Monday deal. So, mm. Mm. Um, yeah, um, so hold off, wait, 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 and, yeah, uh, and we'll let you know. Uh, yeah, yep. believe me, as soon as I get the contract, I'll sign it, well, I'll review it, then I'll sign it, and I'll... Uh, <laughs> it's an important uh, first step. That's an important first step, just make sure they haven't put anything weird in there. Um, but uh, I'll just say right now, I know she doesn't. I know neither of them listened, but boy, I miss Bernadette and how quick she was to get the contract to me. Anytime we made a change, boom, I had it that yeah. afternoon, a new contract, so...
2: Yeah, she was on it. She was on it. Uh, And also, everyone, Bug Schleicher to come. All right? We'd like him to come to this thing. For
3: sure, yeah.
2: Um, You know you'll see Bobby there. Bobby, thanks for hanging with us. Have a fantastic rest of your week. And we'll see you you next time. Bye now. (laughs) See you, Bobby. All righty. That went great. That was great, yeah. Exciting stuff. All right. uh, We're out of here except one final thing. Yeah. Got another anonymous... uh, listener on the text line 801 okay. okay. 471 who sent this in their headline was three amigos and uh northern exposure and i didn't know what that meant and because i've forgotten all about most of the show and i'm yeah. really we really are kim and i are enjoying the hell out of our rewatch it's great says this scott do yourself a favor and skip ahead to season three episode 15 <laughs> Uh, three Amigos in, Nor- in Northern Exposure. I think it's my favorite episode. I read Call of the Wild for the first time after watching it back when it first aired. I am digging the fact that it's on Prime now. Thanks for bringing it to my attention. So I haven't jumped ahead to see what this is yet. But hmm. do.
3: Yeah, what exactly the Three Amigos. Yeah. Like, what, how is it? It's does, not. Does Steve Martin not, and uh, uh, <laughs> Martin Short and Chevy Chase make an appearance? Probably not, but. Probably not, right? I, I can't imagine. Let's look at
2: the synopsis. Uh, Okay. It says Maurice and Hauling venture into an Alaskan wilderness to bury a recently deceased friend. Ooh, this sounds like a fun survivory thing. A bottle episode kind of thing, yeah. I like those. I like where Chris and uh Polly uh Polly Walnuts get stuck out in the yes, woods.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Did you know that episode was directed by Steve Buscemi or Buscemi? You
3: you mentioned that, yeah. Uh I think I just gotta say Buscemi. I can't do it. You can't you can't say the. It just way sounds his so name is wrong to me. Buscemi? It sounds yeah, so Buscemi. wrong. Buscemi. Ugh. Buscemi. I've never. He's s- got a semi going. <laughs> Boo. I've never said it right my whole life, and now I'm being asked to change it. It's hard. Right. Now exactly after all this time, Buscemi. Um Yeah, he's he's going to come up uh, in my recommendal this this week or next week. Ooh, really? Something yeah. new from Stephen Buscemi? Something Buscemi? something. New-ish. All right. Yeah. Newish where he's Jewish.
2: All right. Great. <laughs> That'll do it for today's show. Thank you all very much. Uh, send us those texts, those voicemails to 801 yeah. 471 or you can email us at the morning stream at gmail.com. If you're looking for all our essential links for the show, you can find them at frogpants.com slash TMS. All right, Brian song. Song Blue.
3: Song. Uh, we're going to go uh, to Jeff Smith, who wrote in, not the guy who, uh, who created Bone, but mm. a different Jeff Smith. Mm. Who would have thought that that's such a popular name? Mm. Hello, America. This is my first time writing in for a request, but this is a special occasion. January 15th this year marks for me a half century on this planet. Being a child of the 80s, I love ELO and Def Leppard. So I was wondering if you could play for me Def Leppard's cover of ELO's uh, 10538 Overture. Thanks in advance. Jeff Smith. PS, while I have your attention, despite your comedy rule, please, please, please sack Superfuzz, aka Super Snooper, on Film Sack. Terrence Hill talking to a fish and Ernest Borgnine dancing on a flying bubblegum bubble sounds right in Film Sex Wheelhouse. It does to me too. That's
2: that's an exception I would make because even though it's meant to be a yeah. comedy film, it's from a very specific time and place and they they're yeah. just different, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we did. No, I would, I would be, I'd be cool with Super Fuzz. That feels like yeah. it feels like there'd be enough to to poke at with that one.
2: Agreed. We're doing it. Yeah. You know what? Count on it. We'll put it on the list. We're putting it in. Yeah,
3: for All sure. Right. Cool. Plus, oh, got her How can yeah. you complain about that?
2: Plus, it's his birthday, and now he, since he's that old, he gets this.
3: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Nice, nicely Perfect. done. Um, they showed a, a, the trailer for Jim Cotta. Right before the Beekeeper. By the way, saw the Beekeeper uh, at the theaters this last weekend, folks. Mm. And uh, Statham, uh, it's you know, it's it's it might have well, it might as well have been a transporter film. Really, mm. just could have been transporter five or six or whatever number they're on. Mm. But uh, uh, it's good. It's exactly what you think it is. It's like an homage to '90s action films, but they go after phishing uh, scammers and crypto bros. So wow. it's like ah ripped from today's headlines. I'm I'm sufficiently curious
2: about it given I like these I like these wick likes. Would you say it fits yeah. nicely in that? Is it a wick like? Yes. Okay. It's a
3: wick alike Yeah, absolutely.
2: So yeah. somebody shot his bee and now he's mad cuz a bee died or something like that.
3: <laughs> uh, no, but you think you no know, he uh they shot well I won't say cuz it's a little bit of a, a spoiler. spoiler. Right. But uh uh, Bombat says, "Why did they show a trailer for an old movie? That is what that is what um, Alamo Drafthouse does. The thirty minutes before a film are here are weird movies, weird clips, weird video clips, weird trailers. I put a couple of them in the um, the film sack." chat especially the ugandan expendables which if you have not watched the trailer for the ugandan expendables it is a treat mm-hmm. so
2: oh it's worth watching
3: uh, go go to the film Sack chat in the discord and watch the uh, trailer i posted for ugandan Expe- expendables yeah Jim Kata looks
2: terrible i've never seen it but it looks awful
3: so. oh looks so look, looks so perfect for film Sack and so horrible yeah but yeah. only available to to pay to rent yeah. anyway that's neither here nor there uh, Def Leppard in uh, 2006 released an album called yeah which was all covers had an exclamation point so that's why I pronounce it like that mm. In on there they included this cover of ELO's 105.38 Overture uh, here is Def Leppard cover, covering ELO <laughs>